January 31st, 2015 is what from Pedro's show.
watch from Pedro show, brother Matt. How are you? Yeah, it's all good. It's the last day of January. Can you believe it? One month Man, already done. Flying, flying. We started with uh, Blues Delve and Take Three Alternate, John Coltrane. Uh, after that, we had something from our guests. Yeah, returning to the homeland. To the homeland. The Matt Chamberlain with 2012 Memphis Drum Shop Clinic excerpt number three. Little Matt Club in the house. All right. <laughs> That's, is that a song title? No. <laughs> That's great. I found it on YouTube that you like. You're, you're kicking it out pretty wild. <laughs> you know, Perk does that. He does whole tours where he just shows up at the shit hard centers and shit and starts. Yeah, a lot of guys do that. Away. A lot of guys do that. It's fun to go check out. That's how he has a shed in the back, I guess, yeah. with all that DW stuff. <laughs> and uh, anyway, you very good uh, recital. Thank you, there. sir. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Brother Matt says, welcome to Homeland, because originally you're here. Yeah, I'm from San Pedro. Born and raised. Right, right. Well, let's go way back. When was that? Uh, born here in 67. Okay. My uh, grandparents moved here in the 40s. Whoa. Like, after the war. Whoa. And, from where? Uh, from El Paso. Oh. Texas. Yeah. And my grandfather was in the Navy, so... You know, he was sense. always down at Fort MacArthur and that was over. What brought him here? Bigger yeah. water than the fucking Rio Grande. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my mom, well, she was born in in uh, El Paso, but she, you know, they moved out right when she was like two. Yeah. And uh, and she met a guy who was in the Navy, and yeah. they got married. So and, my mom did. Yeah, and had me, and we, you know, grew up in the same block all my life over there on Thirteenth in Cabrillo. Ah, oh, by uh, the Dotson yeah, House. Yeah, Daniel's Field. Yeah, yeah. Field. yeah. Boys Club. Actually, I found out the Dotson House wasn't always there. Mm. It was near where I am. It oh, was 7th and Bandini. Over. Wow. And they moved it. It was used to move house a lot more back then. Well, this M- Mueller House. Yeah. Three times. Yeah, because there's a Sunken City. Oh, Your man. That's right. So Yeah, just so many Mueller memories. House was like, there was no harbor. When, when, I, I heard there was cliffs, and it was called Front Street. Yeah, Only yeah. now the corner's called Front. Yeah. Where Harbor Rock is. Oh, yeah. But all that, when they made Harbor, they had to move it because everything got torn down. Then when the Japanese were interned in World War II, yeah. a lot of those pads on Terminal Island were moved different places. My, my yeah. grand, great-grandfather had a ranch in uh, Compton. Because there was a whole town there. there. Yeah. Like 5,000 dudes. And then it, all the pads got just yeah. either moved or flattened. Wow. But the, wow. man, there must have been a business down but you know, I went to Mueller House last week, oh, yeah, yeah, after yeah. all these years and I got in there. They told me they had to cut the house in two and they moved it with wagons. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> man. With I mean, wagons. There must have been a whole racket when you know about the Perkoff pad that I lived on fourteenth. It was moved from downtown. Wow. Before electricity. So when they put it in they only put in one outlet of pad. I only <laughs> outlet of my old pad. I ran my old <laughs> shit on two Thanks. What a trip. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so that means uh, for sure uh, Dana and Pedro Hype. But what grade schools were there? Well, I went. We were Cabrillo? we were just talking about it easy Cabrillo. earlier. Cabrillo, yeah, yeah that's where I, that's where I met Trabotic. And I ain't even from Pedro. My little buddy. That's where I met my little buddy. <laughs> that's where my little buddy came from. <laughs> no, no, uh, Jared, uh, actually Trebitich, but he's Trebitich. Uh, the drummer in the second main good people, and. Matt Chamberlain here goes way back with you. Second grade? Man, yeah, yeah. We we met because we both had the same brown vans on. You know, I was Shoot. like I was like, yeah, man, check it. Where'd you, where'd you get those Yeah, where'd you get those zapatos? Or, <laughs> Vato, where'd you get those zapatos? 
And, so what did he say? Uh, he's like, God. Oh, what was him. the pad then? Was it Payless? Oh. No, there was actually like a van store like out. Oh, Vans, that's right. Remember that store yeah. that was Vans like out? Vans and tennis shoes. Mm. Like all my I old... remember the Payless wasn't there on Gaffey. There was a Payless. It was by where that Wiener Schnitzel is on the way to Harbor City. Yeah. On Gaffey. Mm. No, Western. Mm. Some yeah. dude, old dude drove his car through it. Yeah. And there was a Kinney Shoes up by Vons. Mm. Some old lady Over by drove Peck her... Park. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. Part, it was called Park Plaza, Park Western. That's where me yeah. and Boone grew up. Yeah, that's... North Park Peter. That's why we didn't go to Dotson. I mean, we went to Dotson, we didn't go to Dana. Okay. Because we're in that North Park. And some old dude drove his fucking car through that window. <laughs> you, got, you got a shoe store and people have big windows. <laughs> Older cats in their cars. Okay, so, uh, wow. Yeah. Now, what's your first music memory? Well, my dad was a drummer. Oh shit! And uh, wow. I remember going into our backyard, into the garage. Not just a sailor, but a, a drum and sailor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. drum and sailor, and he, and he had a band, and I I remember being back there in my. You're in Pedro. Yeah, and uh, I, I was in my diapers back there, and I just thought it was the coolest thing. And they practice at the band. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. So you cool. had music in your life, yeah, as a baby. And on on my block, there were Five all these music. bands. Like there were all these bands. I remember there was a band that rehearsed down on. Gaffy and Thirteenth. Yeah, that was you know who remember that, that was Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, I remember that shit. The and dude that, had a van with the Tarkus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, and yeah, I remember they used to let me in there every once in a while. I'd beg them to let me in to go check them out. It's just a little garage. Yeah, yeah. I love that it's place. Right by what's it, there's a subway and a, there was like an A and W root beer on the corner. Oh, that was on the other side. Right? Yeah, that turned into Del Gordo's or something, yeah, yeah. right? That uh, Dorita pad. Yeah, you remember the A and W? I remember that old school because it was. With yeah. just a roof yep. thing, and you come in. I live like on the other side of that block. Okay, you know who lives That's there now? Skipper Jeff. Oh yeah, yeah. Skipper Jeff's got it's a fucking Skipper pad, Jeff. and a dude was a sailor. He did it up. It's got portholes and shit. It's all done up like a boat uh-huh. inside. Yeah, right down my regular show. It's there. I, I wonder how close he was to you because you were right in that same neighborhood. Yeah, man. And so I was a so- short walk for you to junior high. Even high school, even yeah. in grade school. Yeah, I could I could leave on the first bell and get there by the tardy bell. Cool. You know, <laughs> right? It's like ten minutes. It's right? like right so. across the street. And then boys club. Oh man. Now it's boys and girls club, uh, which is only the right. wood shop. I used to go make shit in the wood shop. Right, right. There was a guy that had the photography studio. I spent hours in there. You know, wow. Developing pictures. That was such a great place, man. Yeah, that's still there, right? stuff and sound production stuff in there. Right, right. Yeah. Projects for yeah. young people. That yeah. was bitching. I love that. So you, uh, especially in the summertime, mm-hmm. uh, so you had music early in your life. Do you remember? So you're hearing live music, so I don't even have to ask about records or stuff, like the first record you bought. Do you remember that? Uh, well, my, my older cousins always had the records. All right. All so right. I go hang out with them, and they'd just be playing. I remember the first time they played me 2112. Freaked me that? out, you know. Rush twenty one twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. In fact, Tony brought me to like, that gig and I talked. I was like twelve years old, and I was like, "What is this?" And, the, and they you know, played the Long Beach Arena with that. It's one big. Star- well, I don't think it's a whole album, but it's a lot of it. Yeah, it's long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're on the back of the cover with like oh, you know kimonos. Yeah. And, they, and they're wearing kimonos on the back cover, and the dude singing like a witch. I thought he was a witch. <laughs> yeah, my voice. I thought he was kind of like the Marriott. The Humble Pie, uh, Robert Plant. Yeah. Steve Marriott. Uh-huh. Great cat, Steve Marriott. Little guy. That guy was Look amazing. at the pictures now. Rick Derringer, too. The guitars yeah, are so Richard fucking big. Guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, Some at the Jasmine Sea. Okay, so... Uh, 
<laughs> so getting back, so so it's natural you would have got into fucking drums. Your pop turned you on to drums. There's a kid at the house, right at the pad. Oh man, and there were people in my neighborhood. I I actually found all the people in my neighborhood that had drum kits because we couldn't afford to buy one. So I just bug people and like you know, like Trabotic used to have one and. I'd be like, dude, come on, let me play your drum kit. Forever. Yeah. No, I just go over to their house and just play on it. Oh, in their pad. Like they wouldn't let me, you know. That's like Tone. And uh, Tony used to like find these fucking old ass guitars. Remember Recycler? Yeah, I remember Recycler. There was no money. You just go there to play. <laughs> like for half an hour. Oh, well, you know, almost, but. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, almost there, but not right. Thanks. That's <laughs> fun. Okay, so you're like jamming at chairs pad. Chairs pad. There was a guy named Carl down the right, street. His brother that, played. He told me. So he, that's how he got into music. His brother was a guitar player. I used to watch them rehearse. Like they would play, like you know, Frankenstein, and they, you know, like they played all the if covers. You never have a gig, and you jam in a garage. Is it still rehearsing? I don't know. <laughs> like, for, it's, the, for the one that's going to <laughs> God, I just always hated that word. They always like all. Oh, we're beyond practice. We're up there with the actors. We're rehearsing. Yeah, we're, we're rehearsing. They should remove the re from it and just call it hearsing. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you get your... Well, let's listen to some music. All right. No, honey, she said. I'd rather not squat on your face just yet. I'm still premenstrual. Let's wait an hour or two. I can feel it. Why waste a good early flow?
Watch from Pedro Show. Brother Matt, Brother Matt yeah. Chamberlain here. Matt Club. Giving us the history lesson, righteous. We uh, heard, uh, start everything off with a spiel gusher doing premenstrual. That's for you. All right. And uh, <laughs> something new from Boris Heavy Rain. Uh, Zero from El Panan's last album. Kilka with the. Uh, eBay, eBay. Oh, it's by B Y E backwards. Uh-huh. Yeah. How would you just pronounce it? E B E B. Kyoka, and I'm doing the bass there. I'm doing spiel on the next one, a uh, guy from. Uh, Kyoka's uh, from Tokyo. Uh, no, Kanazawa, but she lives in Berlin. And this guy, Ryan from Dearness, uh, lives in Glasgow. And. Uh, Stationary ways. He had me. I had to just make up some uh, nautical uh, spiel uh, on the fly. Uh, <laughs> um, what do you call that? Ambient. Uh. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to stretch. Yeah, out. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Gigi Band. Um, yeah, that's mad. That's a Boston cat with a lady from Korea doing uh, Stegosaurus carved into Angkor Wat, which ain't me. It's only got one T. Wat is a temple. Carrot. <laughs> Uh, in fact, one of the most incredible ones, right? It's almost floating because it's all swamped there. The cats who built it like seven, eight hundred years ago. Bullets of Balloons, brand new album. Uh, what circumcision? <laughs> I, you know, I asked myself. Uh, the Go Team, brand new. The Scene Between, uh, Deerhoof, their latest album. I think it's called Isla Bonita. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Madonna. Yeah, yeah. Madonna did a Pedro song. Right, right. Up where you <laughs> teach. Yeah, yeah. My prac pad is. Uh, last fad, and then finally uh, something new from uh, Skopje. You ever been there, Macedonia? No. A, a band called Bernays Propaganda with uh, Makedonski Son. They're 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 kind of in the Slav uh, Balkan family. They're they're oh, in the cool. most south one by Greece. And there's a cat there named uh, Vasco, a cool cat I got to meet last year. Some crazy music um, from there, man. Huh? There's some crazy music from that you know part why? of the world. Because there's a lot of cultures coming up. Yeah, yeah. You got the, the Middle East and the, and the yeah. Middle East, yeah. And plus Oompa, and uh, right. th- just a lot of things colliding. There's a band from Seattle. You spend some time there. They're called Cult- Culture, Culture Shock. Shock. I know those cats, yeah. And they, they get into that. They're kind of rock in, in part, but They're you can awesome. hear some influence. Yeah. yeah. So back to the story. You're, you're, you're playing drums at other people's pads. Yeah, yeah, playing drums. And Pop, I- he's playing drums, but in other parts. So you got to play in other people's pads. When do you get the first drum set? It took a while, man. I started borrowing stuff from Dan and Junior High uh, band room. Okay, so Junior High. Like, you know, the, the bass drum I took home and, uh, but... <laughs> Appropriated. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, the, you know, they had a band program, so I was able to, You got you know, into the school of music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I um, tried. They threw me out after ten. <laughs> His name was Mr. Luna. He says, you try hard a lot, but... That's cool. Well... You <laughs> <laughs> brought the whole class. Oh man! Yeah, I know. I was about this. High. It was easy to get out the crack in the bottom of the hatch because <laughs> it's about that big. I remember when I was at Dana, there was a guy named Mr. Morgan who was like this total hippie surfer dude. Do you remember him? No, we had remember? Mr. Neil. There was there was Mr. Mr. Morgan. Was Mr. Maybe it was Mr. Neil. Was it after? He was uh, there for a long time. Was it like after Mr. Carter. Uh, there was a Mr. Carter there. It was like an older yeah. African American man that uh, was a teacher. Mm. But Mr. Mr. Morgan, from what I remember, was like this crazy uh, hippie guy, uh-huh. and he'd just lose his shit every once in a while and like throw an eraser at people's head, and, <laughs> like Whoa. you know. Corporal way. But but I remember going up. You know, I was playing basketball at the Dana Junior High uh, basketball area, and I and I was. 
you know, I heard drums. And I was like, what, what is this? You know, it sounds incredible. So I, I walked up the hill there to Pedro High, and the drum line was rehearsing. Ah! And it freaked me out. I couldn't believe those snare drum guys were doing all this shit. You didn't have a marching man? It wasn't wasn't like that. I mean, like these guys were doing like I saw one at the Christmas parade. Yeah, Yeah, I saw them uh, Thursday night. They're awesome. Yeah, I think think they lifted the game up. Yeah, they they got But the Dana Junior High marching band back then was like, you know, all the beats were like... When I went to high school... (laughs) Hawaii Five O. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, every fucking band in Hawaii Five, except the brothers downtown started getting in some uh, good beats and stuff. But it was Hawaii Five O and Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. And Banning Junior High used to have like the funkiest marching band. Remember oh, them? Yeah, Washington, yeah, yeah. Fremont, yeah. and Watts. Those because we were Marine League. We yeah. played some bad schools, man. Man. In those days. Well, anyway, so you're hearing this. And it just, I saw it, and I was like, that's incredible. I want to learn how to do that. And I can do that without having a drum kit. I just needed a no practice pad. Yeah, okay. I just needed a practice pad. So I got, like, the thing of all the rudiments, and I just shedded it in my little backyard shed. I was in the shed. Shedding. Yeah, right, shed. And, uh, but what about at school? Did you, you got in the program? I got in the program, but it was still all just hand stuff. They didn't have a yeah. drum kit. Okay. And so eventually I begged my mom to let me borrow a credit card, and I went out with... With Trabotic, we went out to the Guitar Center in Hollywood. Remember that one? The, it's you know, still there. Well the, well, the old one across the street. Across the street, yeah. With the hotel with yeah. the bear, the sleeping yeah, yeah. bear. And I remember that day, man. I got there, and, and Rick James was there, and his Bentley with his girlfriend. Who was that actress he was dating? Exorcist Lady. Yeah, Exorcist yeah. Lady. And I was like, what? Linda What's Blair? going yeah. on? And I bought a ride cymbal and a Tama Superstar drum kit with my mom's credit card. <laughs> and, um, and I took it home, put it in our little trailer in our backyard, and just started, like you know, learning records. Just where did you play in your room? Just in my little right. room. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then and then I joined a band with uh, Paul Erlinson, who is the younger brother of Eric Erlinson. You know, the guitar player from Hole. Looks like Greg Ginn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had this. It's always prog- amazed me how Eric looks just like Greg. Ginn. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of a studio guy now, right, or something. I'm not sure what he's, doing, but he's playing with. I think Hole. his brother got like no, no, his brother. Oh yeah, yeah. He designs he designs uh, software for Pro Tools or something. I think he's he. All right. I, he was there at that gig. Eric he was telling me his brother had a studio or something. Yeah, yeah. He was at that gig we played with uh, George Clinton. They were. You know, I used to see Eric like at every fucking gig they'd go to. It was like, man, like that was his gig. His, to going to gigs. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I wasn't seeing him play, and I was seeing him. I swear, I saw him at every gig, and I didn't go to a lot of gigs, but wow. he was always there. And he's—I found out he was a Pedro guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, he lived like right off of uh, Western. What is it? What, what did you call it? Our Rancho? San, is it Rancho? Oh, San Diego? the RPV, yeah. RP, Rancho yeah, yeah. Palos Verdes. Rancho Palos Verdes. That's where they live. And we'd, we'd rehearse over there and we'd have parties and invite people over. That's and, where Dotson is. Yeah, like over by Dotson. Yeah, they got annexed to RPV. In the old days, it was just unincorporated county land. Yeah, it was kind of by the, the cemetery, the big where, cemetery. Where, where the Ninja Housing was. That's where I came t- to California. Oh, wow. Now it's all knocked down. Yeah, They're putting up yeah, this Ponte Verde, yeah. Point Verde. Huh. Yeah, like 800 pounds. Well, he wanted, what, 3,500? He wanted all kinds. They just scaled it yeah, down. Just, you know, there's not enough traffic. we got to make right, sure. Right, right, right. <laughs> I heard there's plans to get rid of RSP. And yeah, yeah, they're having some... some uh, Where are they going to push the people? Push them back. 
Harbor Hills? Yeah. Who knows, you don't man? Want anyway, anyway. <laughs> How long is Bob done? So, so you're playing with Paul. Does the band have a, a name? Oh, yeah. We were called Simpsons Rule. Simpsons Rule. Yeah, we played Prague. Like, we were into Prague. Genesis and all so this stuff. So you copied records. Were you writing songs? And, and we wrote songs. Oh, and, and we oh, and we okay. played a party at the house there. And, like, nobody was into it. So they all left and went to the way, out, way out in the backyard. And, and that's when I knew that I was doing something wrong. Because <laughs> all the chicks were like outside in the backyard, and and you know we just we we just had like one dude, one you know ponytail guy standing there like digging yeah, it with a Genesis T-shirt on. Yeah. So uh, I was like, man, something's not right about this. I got to play some grooves or something because <laughs> I don't want to be playing for a bunch of. But in those days, I remember that was big music. But uh, actually, it was too hard for us to figure out. But I remember, you know, Dirt, and he's from the Hill and stuff. And he said, "Yeah, we knew dudes who could play all of Topographical Ocean or whatever." Yeah, we used to try to learn all that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the Lamb was an accomplishment. It was crazy and music. That's, that's why the punk scene blew me away. Like nobody cared if you knew that, but if you knew how to play, I want to be your dog. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> or that or that first King Crimson record with Adrian Ballou. You know, Discipline. I remember that was a big one. Remember, the remember first that? Album? I thought it was well, the one with Adrian Ballou. Oh, that's the when I got Deep Blue's album cover. Yeah, yeah, album yeah. <laughs> I remember we like we, we recorded something oh, at that yeah, studio. Hey, you know, now I know what album you're trying. Uh-huh. Deep Blue painted that cover. It had like a Celtic knot yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, some or a mandala. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Like this. Yeah, yeah. And it's on purple or something. Yeah, it's a red. Yeah. It's a reddish kind of. Yeah, Deep Blue painted that. Wow. Brother Mask got it. What a trip! Yeah, it's bitching. Yeah, but uh, well, Crimson I know is the with Greg Lake singing. And yeah, yeah, like Twenty First Century Schizoid Man and all that. Uh, yeah, that's so yeah, that's a great. I love that. <laughs> okay, so well, that's kind of proggy, but but uh, you know, Genesis I lived... ended up selling a lot of pop songs later. Yeah, yeah, they anyway, did. Right? I wanted to get out of that, so but that means looking for other dudes, other band. Yeah, well, and at the same time, uh, around that time, I was, you know, I was in high school, and there was a whole uh, pressure to go to college and stuff, and yeah, so yeah. I, I learned, I, I learned that I could go to a music school. So I started applying for uh, different, you know, colleges, and I got accepted at North Texas State University for Is that music. Bad? It's in Denton, yeah. I got to play there, and they told yeah. me that was the big music school. Yeah, Texas. yeah, and so just north of Dallas, they gave me like a full-on scholarship. Like, you know, I just, so, so after I graduated from high school in 85, I hopped in my Volkswagen bus and just drove out there. They put me up in a dorm and, you know, just started going, started, you know, going to school and they kicked my ass. Man, there's so many, and just so many great players, man. Yeah, the competition, the the skill level. And that's where I met Mike Dillon, you know, Mike Dillon, the vibes player. He played. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We played that, uh. Did piazza with him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, and so we've been playing music Shit, together. Shit, on my birthday. Uh, yeah, on your... Fuck. On your so uh, it was a month ago, yeah. my 57th birthday. On, on your flies. 25th birthday, right? My, my 15th <laughs> birthday. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I lived out there and, and discovered the whole Dallas uh, Deep Ellum scene. Like that uh, was the yeah, time because cool. I, you know, I ended up. That's when it started. I remember. The like mid eighties, there was like there, there was the Profit Bar and Theater Gallery. I saw Bad Brains there and the Butthole Surfers and Were you there? Kid. Well, eighty five, so maybe there's no more Twilight Room, Triple A Ranch. No, that was there. Yep, and there was Club Clearview. 
but that's more but, deep ellum. Before the deep ellum, there actually was a little thing oh. on commerce. Oh no, I, I remember where, that. It was one of Ruby's old pads. Oh, what a trip! Yeah, so, that's when we first played Minuteman and uh, first. It was the same pad, but it was different names. And you had to bring the shit up through wooden round stairs. So it was like, oh, and then I it also remember. had a hatch by the stage that oh. went to nothing. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want to, yeah, can you believe that thing? You would open it up and there was like, you know, I guess it was connected to another building at one time. It's like the like, Winchester house or something. Up there. <laughs> but so you got to see a lot of good shows. Oh, man, it just, yeah, because you know, I was 19 years old. Living in a different state yeah. and just you know, in and I dropped I dropped out of college after a semester because I realized that they were trying to turn everybody into a music teacher, and yeah. I just wanted to. I've heard be that a, before. I just wanted to be in a band, play drums, and yeah, yeah. And so I I moved down to Dallas and lived in this warehouse in the Deep Ellum area. Okay. And you could kind of like, you know, figure out how much square footage you wanted, and that's how much you paid for rent. So you know you could do it by the foot. So it was a big part of town, so it was Econo, right? Oh, man. It was, yeah. and But, man, there's some great clubs, and I got my mind blown and started bands. I just started playing music with people. We were just writing stuff and you playing clubs. You heard at the end of the first hour, 2015, January 31st. Hold tight for hour two. January 31st, 2015, second hour of the Watt from Bebro Show.
Oh, man. Oh, 
Pass. 
almost done My present situation is this song It turns my life into a real life I sit back and watch it play The clock it ticks, it never stops Melting memories into teardrops Thank <laughs> you. 
Well, for Pedro Show, I started an hour or two off with I Left Out, The Freaky Pieces, Allegheny Whitefish, back with Mr. Todd. Andrea Belfi, he's a drummer man that I just did a tour with from Italy. He lives in Berlin now. That's called uh, Sin Sou Lene Rete, and uh, that's from his uh, solo album. Uh, call Andrea a great cat. Another drummer man, Ronald Shannon Jackson, that, you know, I've known about him and heard some stuff, but after uh, the Matt Chamberlain here turned me on via an email, some titles, I went and checked it out. Uh, a lot of his stuff out, the Red Warrior and all this, and I, I played for you here, putting on the dog. Incredible cat. He just passed away. Yeah. I think last year, right? Just a couple years ago. Yeah, okay. Incredible, man. Heavy cat, man. Yeah. Uh, Ako Nisam Dobra. Vlasta Popic, great Croatian band. Mm. Yeah, happening, young, young cats. Um, Cycles of Existential Rhyme from Chicano Batman. Uh, got to play with them in Heralds. Uh, and Howie Reeve with Continuity. Mm. I just recorded a 7-inch with him. He's a bass man. Mm. He's living in Glasgow. He's from England and uh, plays these basses that are like acoustic guitars. Mm. You know, they're not stand-up, uh-huh. but they ain't electric. Mariachi style. Kind of, that's a guitar wrong, uh-huh. but the strings are more like a bass guitar. Uh-huh. Those, they got trippy, the way they put the strings on those are, are trippy. Uh-huh. They pluck them in tubes, too. And I, there's I like six of them, right? Shit. There's like six strings on those. Yeah, right? and also they're not high to low, like some, there's some right. smaller ones in them. And yeah, the fretboard's like that big, it's like right, ten right. inches no, long. No frets, really, it's yeah. uh, like a violin. A fretless six-string bass. Boom, boom, uh-huh. boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it's just plucking in twos also. I, I gotta get into it. Wow. You know, I would love to. And some of that shit is wailing. The bass yeah, lines they yeah, do. Yeah. Also, sousaphone. Mm-hmm. Tuba shit they do on. You go into, you know, a child pad, mm-hmm. and they got the Authentica. And, man, these dudes are blowing mm. bass lines. Yeah. I mean, this is bad. That is bad. Anyway, back to the story of uh, Matt Chamberlain on drugs. So you're, you're uh, dropping out of the Denton school there. And living in Dallas, the Deep Bellum part, seeing a lot of good gigs, and you get involved with the music people. Yeah, band-wise. started started a bunch of bands, and uh, was living with this bass player, who was in a band, uh, a local band called Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians. Oh, yeah. And um, and they got signed. Like it was a big deal. It's like, oh man, a local band got signed by Geffen Records. So, okay. so so they go off to do their record. And the producer fires the drummer, and they get back from doing their record, and she's all happy. And uh, and Brad, the bass player, my roommate, he's like, "You want to play drums with us? Because you know our drummer got fired." Got so, scissored, so I joined them, wow. and and the record came out. You know they did really well, and we toured. You know we went all over the world, and you know we're all like twenty one years that, old. You hadn't really done that. I was just playing in clubs around Dallas, local gigs in Dallas, yeah, and Denton. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, she married Paul Simon, eh? I, uh, yeah, I remember I, I introduced him to her by accident, just because I was at the backstage door. Wow. And he, he was like, uh, it was at that club, The Bottom Line, remember, in New York City? Yeah. It was saw, in- me and Raymond saw Sonny uh, Rollins there. Oh, wow. But in, in between sets, Paul Simon walked up to the backstage door, I was standing there, and he's like, hey, I'd like to meet Edie. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, great, come on back. And, you know, he walked back there, he's like, hey, you want to... Go to my car and smoke a joint and listen to some rough mixes. He's <laughs> just totally trying to pick up on it. It was crazy though, because she was, you know, she was twenty three and he's like forty eight at the time or something. 
and they're still married. It's incredible. You know, they have three kids. They're obviously happy. So I remember when so, that happened. Uh, wow. Okay, from that to that, just because this guy got scissors. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. a drag. But, uh, you know, they're actually together again as a band with the original drummer, doing, <laughs> doing gigs in Texas, like in okay, Austin wow, and stuff. that's good. So what happens right. after, you, how long you stay with these guys? And so we did that record. We, we did a second record that I played on. We toured, yeah. and, then, and then we broke up. And then I got offered the gig at Saturday Night Live in the house band because the uh, guitar player was uh, playing with Dylan, with Bob Dylan. We opened up for Bob Dylan. It was G. Smith. G. Smith. And so he he just said, "Hey, just come to New York. I'll give you this gig if you want to do it." And so I drove. I just you know packed up all my shit in Texas and drove up there and cool. Uh, did that for a season. Yeah, it was like in the in the house band for Saturday Night Live. It was the year Wayne's World came out. So you know it was a pretty good year for that. But you know, at the same time, I got called. I got called by. Uh, What's Wayne's World? It was remember? a big, big era for Saturday Night Live. Remember that movie Wayne's World I with Dana Carvey, Michael like Myers, Chase, and John Belushi. Yeah, yeah. Michael Myers and the other dude. Uh, Dana Carvey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they played like these rock dudes and yeah, cable, cable goofy TV show or something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's yeah, a, a goofy movie. Man, I'm sorry. There came a period where I didn't. Want- Watch that anymore. I remember John Belushi and that shit. Yeah, this was like ninety one. Ackroyd was it was called Bad Theater or something. Oh Belushi's like pushing some kind of like crank kind of thing in a little Geppetto suit. <laughs> <laughs> then later you find out in one of the only books I got Georgie to read uh the Miles Davis Quincy Troop mm-hmm. autobiography. The other only book I saw Georgie read was Wired, mm-hmm. which was like Belushi's story, like all that shit was done on the shit. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, wow. So I mean, you come from a big touring band to a big TV show, just like that, just because uh, two uh, referral. I guess you call them referrals. Yeah, just friends, you know. Just, just like, hey, you want to come and play? Yeah, it's pretty. So, uh, pretty crazy. Uh, how long of that? I, I I did that show for a year. Well, um, obviously, you had to live there, so yeah, yeah. I moved to New York. Moved to New York. Ended up that's a whole ended adventure. up yeah, and uh, I couldn't find a place in the city where I could play my drums and live, so I ended up moving up to Woodstock, and I just drove into town once a, a week. Okay. And so I had this, you know, I, I rented this house and had a mountain bike trail in my backyard, just mountain bike. Nice. Played drums. Uh, met uh, this guitar player named David Torn up there. You know David Torn? He's like a, a experimental guitarist, played with Don Cherry, put out Don some Cherry. put out some experimental solo records. Really, really heavy cat. So I hung out with him and learned a lot about like he was one of the first guys to do live looping on on, on his guitar. He'd make loops wow. live and else, yeah. Uh play on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that does have a voice too. It was good it was a good time. But then I after a year of that I, I I thought, man, I need to move to Seattle because at the same time I got that gig, I played with Pearl Jam for a little bit. I don't know if you knew that. No. I, uh, it was their this first... This period... It was like eight... We're talking... What, what were we talking about? 91. See, this period... Early 90s, huh? Yeah. This is when I was on Columbia with Edward and Georgie. Yeah, yeah, and, and so we this were was... torn so much. I didn't really, I didn't know there was a punk scene here in Pedro. You know that Raoul came out of, right? Or even Jer. I didn't know any. I was so out of touch with shit. I was torn so much. 
So I didn't know who was playing with who. But right. you went over there. And so I went That's to Seattle. the other side of the country, though. Yeah, so I was, you know, I was 22 or something, 23. I didn't care. I just hopped in my okay. car, drove over there, had a friend, friend's sister let me crash out on her floor and, uh, and ended up living in Seattle for like 20-something years. You know, I just moved back here a couple of years ago. Oh, and but I started that band up there, Critters Bugging. I know that one. You came Scaric and played with and, us in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Late nineties. Yeah, yeah. And so and when Sacred Ground was at the first place, mm-hmm. brother man. Yeah, yeah. And so started that band. Just did a bunch of stuff up there, and then started getting calls to come down here to L.A. to do, just just do sessions, like just be a session musician on records and stuff. Okay. And so uh, that's kind of what I've been doing since then. And then, um, you know, Critters is still going randomly. We still do gigs. We just did some stuff. In Seattle and Portland last month. That was fun. Okay. Same guy. Was the keyboard man. The keyboard man? Yeah. Because uh, I've got to... He played with uh, Les, I think. Oh, Mike Dillon. He was yeah. in that band, yeah, The Frog. Yeah. yeah, The Frog Brigade. No, but that was the vibes. That's what he plays, yeah. yeah but it, and Tablas and... Yeah, but was it, there was no keyboard guy in that band? Maybe. Well, in Critters? Critters Buggy. No, there, yeah. there was a guy who played sax, sax and keyboard. Yeah, he played and like... keyboards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Skerrick. Because I met him with Les in Frog Brigades or something. Yeah, yeah. He played a, a New Year's thing. Yeah. Well, yep. look, you brought a little machine here, and it's about that time for us to have the incredible uh, privilege of Brother Matt bringing forth cool. the spin cycle. So you, will you jump on board and collaborate with him? The little see, machine session. I'll see what I can do machine with my fingers. Session. The Matt Clubs. Play some okay. drums with my fingers. All right.
Thank you so much, brother Matt. Cool. My fingers Thanks are so tired. Much. I've never, I, haven't, I haven't used my fingers that much in a long oh, time. What, what, was motivated? what was inspiring? What was driving you to do what you just did? Well, we just started with that little funky dude doing his little, uh, it wasn't quite yodeling, but uh, whatever he did. And that just uh-huh. started things off. I got it on. Uh, stringing them together from there. Okay. Terry, Terry, uh, so was, Terry Taylor was, so I guess. It was kind of a domino effect. Yeah. Okay. Let's push the first one and, and see uh, where they go. Matt Chamberlain, what about you in electronic little boxes? It's a cool device. Yeah, I, I was just going through patches trying to see what kind of sounds I could add, but it's a it big was, experiment. Yeah, <laughs> and there were some latency things. There were some people. latency. There were some challenges. Yeah. I, 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 I enjoyed it much, though. So thank you so much yeah, for coming cool. on and cool creating, being part of a unique creation. Brother Matt Spin Cycle. Wow. Thank All you. Right. Thank you much. And we got your buddy in the pad now from childhood. Jerry. You mean the little buddy? The little buddy from China. <laughs> the little buddy. The little buddy. We'll put the pants back on. Yeah. We're at the end of the second hour. Watch the Pedro Show, January 31st, 2015. Hold tight for hour three. Yeah, so January 31st, 2015. It's the third hour of the Watch the Pedro Show. Thank you. 
e surto. E o dinheiro que tiro disso é o meu único
show start off the third hour with uh, the theme from Doctor Who show by Basho and then Orange Disaster with First Day After Life uh, Joe Giardia Dippers 2001 Elmo on the Sticks basic, basic Cable from Richard Haxton remember that word is that a hundred a month now and you're not going to have any commercials oh, fuck <laughs> you guys. there's this band I was on tour this last one in fall 
and they were called. They promised us jetpacks. It's a great name. <laughs> you great. know, the people like thought that. That's great. Much respect. Uh, Everything brings me to you by Rex, and finally Pale Angels' uh, new album, Awful Sun. Uh, back here with drummer man Matt Chamberlain, who's kind of told us this whole story. So I want to get into like drum rock. Uh, can you tell me some drummers you like and why? That you've looked up to, and you start from the old days. Uh, what do you call this? Um, I look up to you. Idolizer or icon, uh, or just learn shit. Teacher, yeah. sensei, uh, senseis. Yeah. Well, like you were talking about earlier, Elvin Jones. Elvin Jones, yeah. He's a he's a mystery man. That guy. Yeah, I'm lucky. Pettibone. I saw him like 20 times live. I never got to see him. Wow, because you know he Over. lived in Nagasaki. And uh, mm-hmm. he'd play at Catalina here. That'd be the first gig. Right. And, you know, young guys, right? The jazz machine. So it'd be the the, the T-shirt with the brand new iron-on. So it'd be all like, of course, Elvin didn't wear that. But all right. the dudes in the band had <laughs> big old hard iron-on They're, they're, they're like big doves or something like yeah. that on the shirt. <laughs> it's like a baseball and, uh, team or something. But, you know, Elvin, <laughs> and he was like, Billy Higgins was like this. You know, Pettibone, he turned me on all this to see these guys. Yeah. Who were, like, tearing it up, like, what, 40, 50 years ago with the... And the pads are little, right? And, you know, if you won the lotto, you, they're playing the gig for you. They're looking at you the whole gig. Yeah, yeah. I had a few gigs for Elvin. The whole gig, it was like my gig. That's incredible, Maybe I man. was just all bourboned up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know I was bourboned up. And that's where I learned what bass solos in bebop was for. Right. That's, that's when you take the piss. Go take a pee. Yeah, so uh, Elvin was heavy. And why did you like him? What did he show you? He energy. You know his his energy is just insane, and just his phrasing and and the way his feel. It's just you know you can try playing along to it and you'll never figure it out. We were talking about different drummer, the little doc on him, and how he said it was hard for him to get gigs. Remember Ron Carter's at the beginning. Yeah. And he says, you listen to records before Elvin and after. Yeah. And he had his effect. Even though, yeah, people said he had weird time or whatever. It was so wide. It's like, it's like his, he's, he's like a dot with like a bunch of squiggly lines coming around it. Uh-huh. Like he's, that's what his drumming reminds me of. Because there's always the dot in the middle. Yeah. Then there's just all this crazy shit going around it. Uh-huh. You know, that's what it reminds me of. But it's, it's so he musical. His daddy and, was a preacher. His brothers played. Thad, hey. Yeah. But very musical situation. Just, Train wanted him. He asked him, he joined. Yeah, yeah. But then it got even looser time if he asked me, Rashid Ali after that. Then it got way out. And that's, and that's when Elvin left, <laughs> that's actually, no right? I know. Yeah. I read this thing about throwing the cases on the He's, stage. He, yeah, because he, he didn't want to share the stage but with I, another drummer. So, so what about some other stick now? Um, I mean, you know, there's like all the classic rock guys, yeah. you know, that everybody probably grew up listening to, well, right? From, you you know, know, me and him played last week in West Hollywood. And I was here to little John Bottom. Yeah, of course. John Bonham is huge. Yeah. I'm, nice. a big, I'm a big fan. You know, and there's like, you know, like Jerry and I used to listen to like, you know, Rush all the time. We oh, so you like that shows. guy? Yeah, we went to, you know, <laughs> Missing Persons with Terry Bazio and all that shit. But, you, but you can't. But, but you can't really apply that kind of drumming to most music unless you're in those bands. You know what I mean? Like, you can Zappa be inspired. Zappa wrote a fucking piece, right? What's that? Zappa wrote a fucking piece from that black. Oh, the black page. Yeah. 
But, you know, like, there's all the groove drummers, like Ziggy from the Meters, and yeah, all the cats that play, like, you know, like the Muscle Shoals rhythm section, like uh, Roger Hawkins, the guy yeah. who played on the Aretha Franklin records. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it's just endless. There's so many amazing... Who guys? Be- Benny Benjamin. Benny Benjamin, the Motown guys. What about uh, 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 Stubblefield? Stubblefield, the, yeah, the James Brown. still does Mondays, I think, in Ann Arbor. That's amazing. All I think those he's guys. the most sampled cat. What do you think of stuff like that? Have people asked you to do loops for them? Yeah, yeah, I've done I've done that before, but I think it, I, I think it's that, sad that I he didn't he, get paid I heard for he's that. The, the most uh, yeah. bad guy. I wish he would have gotten paid for that. <laughs> That's why still doing Monday nights. I know, man. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, like the nineties. No, 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 he gets to do Monday nights. You know, I think a music guy likes playing too. Yeah, yeah. But you're right about what the what you would we call that compensate. Yeah, because I mean, he was like the the one drum loop on pretty much every hip hop record in the early nineties. I mean, like, they use that for everything, man. You know, think, uh, Jim Brown was a drummer. Jim Brown? I've seen, yeah, I've seen album covers where there's three trap sets. It doesn't look like they're all three playing, but maybe you jumped on one of them. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think he had something to do, too. Yeah. You know, when you're playing, like, think about, like, King Grohl's band, you know, I think you're going to get some instruction for that. <laughs> 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 I haven't seen some music.
town, rockin' the 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 town, the bass and drums, they rumble, they crash, the rhythm keeps on rolling, we're having a rebel bash, is that a Saturn missile?
last music for this edition of the Pedro Show, Seb and Radix, brand new album, a uh, song called Spit. Then from 1974, Practice, I'm not going to use that R word, it's television with Dick Hell on bass doing Marky Moon. Kind of different version. Did you know Icky? Ike. Ike. Mm. Asshole. <laughs> Ike in Long Beach? No. He had a heart attack and died in Mexico. He was playing with... Uh, uh, Jack White. Yeah. Oh, wow. And he was on the show. He had a band called Free Moral, Moral Agents. He played with the Volta guys, too. Yeah. Keyboard Mars Volta. Sweet keyboards. guys. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, he just passed away recently? Yeah, yeah, in Mexico. At his hard oh, door. Yeah. I'm in the hotel room. It's horrible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, worker B after that, Friday 13th. Rocking the town with the Fenders. Talk about Texas. Mikey Fender. In the old days, or older days, he was one of the the wild guys on bass and punk. Maybe like Matt later in uh, another Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? Rap Ratchet. Mikey Fender. Actually, more style like Blue Barlow with um, chords. Mm-hmm. Great cat. Passed away a few years ago. Uh, Offspring, Steve McKay, I, I'm playing bass there. That was done in Sunset Beach, who just got annexed to uh, Seal Beach. I think oh. they're Orange County there. And we only exist when we're thought of by Tolum Electric's key, key and drum overdrive with Sarah Loon. Fuck, wrong name, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> What was the other one? We want jetpacks. We were promised jetpacks. <laughs> I just saw that band name on a flyer. That's good. We were promised jetpacks. I don't even know what they sound like. Might be, you know, yes. Wave. I don't know. Cool, cool name. I hope not. But that is a good name. And like, I don't think they're old dudes because I never heard of them. So young people coming up with that much respect. Uh, you know, you're from the older days and stuff and the olden days. Those young people asked you about advice in in this racket. What would you tell them? I'd say, well, you know, if you're if you're uh, really inspired to play music all the time, just keep doing it, and shit will work out. It always does. You know, everybody freaks out about how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? If you just yeah. keep doing it, it all works out. So keep on keeping just on. Just keep on keeping on, man. You got to. Otherwise, You'll do something else. Yeah, I think. I mean, you know, at least in music. Yeah, that's why I'm not um, asking. Yeah. I, I sure. ask every guest I on the show at the end, I ask them, what's your advice? Yeah. It's not like, you know, what's a magic potion or something, but, but you know. I just think just keep just doing keep it. Just keep going at it. Yeah, just keep going so, at so, it. So that's sort of like a learning skateboard or something. You fall down. Yeah. Get back up. Well, and, and you'll have an interesting life. Even if it doesn't work out, you still have an interesting life. You have some good stories. What did Hank say? <laughs> Hank said, uh, don't quit your yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Take all those and make little fortunes. Make your own yeah. addition of fortune. <laughs> <laughs> so you say persevere. I just think, yeah, if you're, you know, I'm, I'm crazy because I just, I never had a job. I just kept doing it. You don't consider this a job. Uh, I consider it a well. You don't work at it, huh? Uh, it's you know you definitely work at it, but <laughs> you get paid. But you, but you hopefully, job. well, hopefully you get paid, but. <laughs> I, you know, some people say you should have something to fall back on, but I don't know. Well, okay, it's different. Line of work. It's it's different for everyone, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, but I, I would just say generally just keep keep doing it. It's well, pretty simple, you know. You've been doing it so far, and I think that's valid. Yeah. Advice, I take it to heart. Yeah. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. With yeah, me, very cool out. having you here. Uh, Thanks. 
Jared, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, good to see you, Jared. I just got off work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said you, you moved back down here after 20 years. Uh, yeah, we just got a place out in Hollywood. Oh, so you ain't in... Yeah. Not in so Pedro. I tried I tried to get my wife to move out here. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. She's she's like So you're in Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. But welcome back to Southern California. Thank you. What a big because that's a big loop. We're talking like twenty five years. Thirty years. Yeah, yeah. Right? Eighty five? Almost 20? Yeah. 30? No shit. Yeah. Wow. I think you left the day after you graduated. Yeah, I got the hell out of here. <laughs> no, you know the storage area, you're late. I yeah. gave him a fucking scholarship. I know, I know about that. <laughs> okay. It's a little funny. <laughs> I, I listened to that one. I got that one. Anyway, thanks so much for coming on board. Fucking safe season. Good luck and righteous fucking beats. Yeah. Thanks, man. It's been the January 31st, 2015 edition of Waffle Peter Show. Thanks so much for your always essential aid to bed and brother Matt. Sweetly. Everybody out there, keep your powder dry. Yeah.